0: Before we begin, I just want to warn all of you that this was the first time we were using our new microphones and recording equipment, and um, at certain points, either or both of our microphones cut out, at which point we have to pick up, let's say, if my microphone cuts out when I'm talking, what you'll hear is me boosting the sound of my voice which was picked up from the other microphone. So it does sound at points like there's, uh, you know, two people in the background aside from Conover and myself, but that is not the case. So it is only uh, myself and Conover, so it's still two voices. Shouldn't be that confusing. And without further ado... Believe nothing
1: except
0: Welcome back, welcome back, Uh, hopefully you guys uh, are joining us again, you heard episode one, Um, if not, you should either pause this and listen to that, or listen to this and then listen to that, Um, but I would suggest listening to that one first, but anyway, here we are, hello, hello. Uh, We did get some feedback from the last episode that it was a little confusing because we didn't really introduce ourselves properly. (laughs) Yeah. Oops. Um, Sorry, guys. (laughs) So just so everybody is clear, this is me. I'm Lutch. And this is me. It's Conover. What's good? What's going on? (laughs) Hopefully
2: that'll do it for you. All right. So um, in this episode, we're going to title this one, Lose Yourself. How Conscious Are You? And we're just going to basically cover, excuse me, cover a few things uh, specifically: consciousness, meditation, the self, spirituality, and death. death. <laughs> um, yeah,
0: a lot of uh, a lot of what we're talking about today um, is uh, somewhat. I mean, it's it's covered in some respect in uh, Sam Harris's book, uh, great book, yeah, uh, entitled "Waking Up." A Guide to Spirituality Without Religion, um, which, you know, it kind of, kind of, zeroes in on on what we want.
2: Yeah, and it's not like it's the only source we used, but it's definitely very related to what we're going to be discussing in this episode. Before we get into any of that, just uh, really quickly, I'd like to remind you, if you would like to get at us in any certain fashion, you know, challenge what we talk about, or just... You know, drop us a line about something. We've got a few ways you can do that. You can get at us on Twitter. Um, Our account is at AllReallyDudes. That's A-W-E-R-E-A-L-L-Y Dudes. At AllReallyDudes. SoundCloud, we are SoundCloud.com backslash AllReally. On Facebook, you're going to have to go ahead and just search us. It's going to be AllReallyPodcast. And then finally, if you'd like to shoot us an email... All really podcast at gmail.com. And in all instances it's always AWE.
0: Alright. Um so, uh I guess you know, you we we read this book uh, and did a lot of the research on our own mm-hmm. um and haven't really got into the conversation save that for you guys. Yes. Um, so <laughs> I guess pay. I would like to start by just asking you um, what you learned from from our research. Okay. What did you learn about consciousness? Because I mean, uh, just to remind everybody, I, Lutch, I have a uh, degree in psychology, so I've... Um, i 've come across the idea of consciousness and what is consciousness and this and that and the, the power of consciousness all these kind of things've had i 've come across them uh, in an academic setting before,
2: mm-hmm. um, but if I understand
0: this was more or less your 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 first uh exposure to this kind of stuff
2: the, yeah definitely this specifically because actually while you mentioned that um just for those of you who don't know which is probably most of you i uh we went to adam and i lunch and i went to school together and i was actually an education major rider and, university <laughs> what's bro? good go bronx <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh but yeah so i have my degree in uh, secondary education so like i had some of the more general psychology classes but definitely not, we definitely didn't delve into the things that me and you have just like basically okay. talked about sometimes. <clears throat> but um, about the book, I got to say, just generally speaking, I thought it was a great read. Um, I actually listened to it. <laughs> so Wait, it was actually... Waking up, you're talking about. Yeah, waking up now, yeah. Um, and I just, I really enjoyed it. Just my own opinion aside from everything else. But more specifically, what did I learn? Um, you know, we're going to talk about it as it relates to this episode as we go along, but I really liked how he was able to, like like the title suggests, it's a guide to spirituality without religion. I really enjoyed how he was so able to stick to that um, I guess notion that it was a guide to spirituality without religion and not an attack or in an offensive mood or excuse me an offensive move against religion. it was more so finding the same spirituality just without the religious part and i just i think that 's mostly my general um what I take away from it. I think that's generally what I take away from it. Um, now of course
0: if you're looking for that from Sam you can definitely read his books Letter to a Christian Nation or End of Faith which I have not have had the chance it, to read which, yet. Uh, so. so he definitely has admit, he, definitely, admission. he definitely has his uh, street cred more than most in Word. that area. <laughs> but, um, so uh, so what what did you learn? What, uh, what kind of new stuff? I mean do you have anything I mean I have a couple of Points here that we can go directly mm-hmm. to but do you have anything
2: outright well i don't know if it's like i specifically learned this or just you know enjoyed how just, he talked go ahead from any any of
0: the not
2: yeah okay yeah true just in general about consciousness um well uh, i'll start with the book uh i really learned a lot about consciousness and this self, and I know that sounds vague because that's what we title it and everything, but I never really thought about it so much until I listened to the book and how he explains neurologically speaking. So, you know, scientifically speaking, where our conscious is, how conscious we are and how to achieve a certain level of consciousness. I never really thought about those things a lot in the past. And so, like I said, I don't know if I would necessarily say I, that's what I learned, but Uh, i enjoyed listening to his thoughts on it and i guess if i were to say what i learned from it would be things about where the self is and how to like i said oh how to meditate i learned how to meditate from it there we go i mean shoot um so and we'll get into a little bit of that later as i said before but yeah so i mean i learned how to meditate really well and uh you know obviously it takes hours and hours of practice i remember him saying something oh, about I would this say years, and years well yeah this <laughs> at one point he specifically said he i forget who he was talking about but they had done like 10,000 hours of meditation and like that's just that's that's awesome to me that's mm-hmm. that's 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 great um
0: okay well we're getting
2: that's uh
0: it's so hard to talk about this without invoking a million other things. Uh, so, I maybe maybe we could start by simply defining consciousness. I think um, that's a good idea. I think, you know, in the more in in, in the more laid back sense, um, the definition, or not not necessarily this isn't necessarily a definition, but a good way to understand what we're talking about, um, is uh, often said that which. Uh, that which goes away during deep sleep and returns again in the morning. Okay, yeah, Um, I think that's a good way to put it. You know, we talk about a stream of consciousness. Mm -hmm. Um, It has to do with uh, this, this continuous experience, I think is the main part This it's experience. Sam Harris talks about, I don't know if it's particularly in Waking Up or other places uh, as well, um, but he talks about if if something is conscious uh or what it means for something to be conscious yeah, there's that yeah. there is something that it is like to be that thing mm-hmm. so you know obviously there is something that it is like to be morty my dog <laughs> yeah um but shout out to morty <laughs> <laughs> but neurologically as far as we can tell at this moment which is again something else that brings up a million but yeah right. um and yeah, in, in this respect there's nothing that it is to be a rock itself mhm uh which uh, most easily i think we can talk about um is is subject and object this feeling that I am here and you are there, yeah. that uh, this is my body and this is the table and this, you know, whatever else. There's this uh, feeling that we have to be inside of our heads, the thinker of thoughts, uh, you know, riding around, driving the vehicle that is our bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so as we'll see... Yeah, I was gonna say, but wait. <laughs> I think I think the, the, the biggest the biggest thing um, that that we're gonna bring out of this has to do has to do with the self. Definitely, it has to do yeah. with um, the idea that the self is an illusion, mm-hmm. and it can
2: be it can be cut through. This is one of the ways that uh, you can experience consciousness directly in the present moment. The present is everything. It's always now. Everything we do is to create a reality where we can enjoy the present moment, no matter how transient or what have you it may be.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, well, I, I disagree, but I think it's not transient at all. The fact that the present is is perpetual. It's o- that's that's what it means. It's never, not the present moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and and any. That's not to say it's always any given moment. The moments themselves are fleeting, but the present is always there. It's always mm-hmm. something you can tap into. And I think, um, you know, when you say everything, you know, to creating a reality in which we can enjoy the present moment. I think it, it's, it, you know, because, all right, like, <clears throat> one of the ways we do this, let's say you, you, you want to get a job mm-hmm. because you want to oh, make yeah. money yeah. Mm-hmm. and you want to buy a nice house and, you know, all the normal things that people want. But when you break these things down, mm-hmm. what you're really trying to do is to prepare yourself for some time
2: in the future... When you can
0: be in that present moment and, yeah. and
2: enjoy it. That's, wow! Even after reading the book, I never really thought of it like that. And, <laughs> and all the other stuff we looked and,
0: at. And so that's not to say, and and well, and so hmm. but further further than that, you can. You obviously don't need
2: the house and the car right. and whatever. Well, that's yeah, that's what started spinning in my head that as the, you were talking that, about that. The,
0: the you know the contentment or happiness. Right. Is available at any, at any given point, at any, no matter what the circumstances of the present moment are, you can, you can um, just, you, you can find yourself in a place where even if things aren't so great, you're mindful of, of, of what they are in such a sense that you're not worried about things in, mm-hmm. in, in ruminating about the future or you're not guilty about what happened ruminating in the past mm-hmm. you're simply in the present moment experiencing uh, it presently and now right yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. i mean it's okay. it's the searching that is is the suffering Searching. yeah, yeah. you know i mean it's, no. I mean, you know, we can, we, you could go on and on forever, but the thing is you have, you have, uh, the power within you. And I mean, it's not to say that by meditating, you can, um, you can, you can make sadness go away. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the, um, that's the fallacy is that when you meditate that you're you're achieving some some state of being that is outside of of your, your present circumstances mm-hmm. it's externally not externally affecting right? yeah, yeah it's just existing in the sense and so um to bring this back to the self mm-hmm. what this means why w- the reason that we cut th- you know to say cut through the self is that we have this sense of ego that anything bad is happening to us. Right. And when you just get a sense of things just are, mm-hmm. then it's almost like, uh, you, you know, you, you know you're, taking your, you're taking yourself out of it, but, you know, you see a bigger picture in which there's balance. Yeah. You know, maybe yeah. in, in the myopic picture of your own life as experienced by your ego – Things may be good or bad on a certain day, but the universe, on a grand scale,
2: is always in balance. Yeah, yeah. So once no you matter how bad, I think. Yeah. Once
0: yeah. you once you understand that this self is is just um, an illusion, then then it becomes a lot easier to realize. So I'm sure a lot of people are listening and saying. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. um, so maybe maybe it's a good time to kind of go into this, uh, ways to expose this illusion.
2: Okay.
0: Okay, so first, really quickly, um, I just want to uh, spit out some facts, some
2: ground, to, to, you know, some... some- some foundation. There you go. All right. Thank you. <laughs> you got it.
0: Um, so consciousness mm-hmm. does it, it, I mean, the philosophically, we wonder uh, where it comes from. But uh, in the age of science, we have neuroscience, and right. we understand, um, at least on a correlational scale, we can't prove where consciousness comes from, mm-hmm. but we do have proof that, um, you know, this part of the brain, you know, correlates with that part of consciousness. And, right. and, and again, it's not an exact thing, but on, on, a, on a relatively grand scale. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, you know, the human brain is made up of between 100 million and 100 billion neurons. Um, and, you know, the brain, only, the brain is only 2% of the body's mass, but it takes up 20% of the body's energy. I mean, mm-hmm. um, Marcus right? Re- Excuse me if I butcher this name, but Re- <laughs> Marcus Reichel, he's a professor of radiology and uh, neuroscience at the, uh, the University of Washington, mm. and he calls the brain a universe within. I mean, you think about what consciousness is, and you, you know, it- seems like a mundane statement, but the matter that is the brain mm-hmm. is is finite, but the consciousness that exists is is infinite, it goes on forever. Um, so we take these facts of science, uh, which are mundane or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, and then we apply them to meaningful questions, like, you know, just, just in, in general, maybe not a specific question, but in general, wondering about the self. And, um, one of the, uh, you know, no, this is, this is kind of the meat of what, what we're talking about. One of the ways that you can kind of experience this uh, this thing that is that I'm having such trouble uh, talking about is if you close your eyes and um, try to locate yourself now, um, or you know I I guess even to start you can start with your eyes open before you start with your eyes open and you look at your foot or you look at your knee. You look at your hand. You realize you're not behind your hand. You're not behind mm-hmm. your knee. You're not behind your foot. And, you, you know, you kind of locate yourself. Okay, you're in, your, you're in your head. Behind our eyes. You know, <laughs> behind your eyes. You know, you could look a little bit to the You could look, you know, to your left, and you could see that that's the left of you. You could mm. your right. is mm. the right of you. So somewhere inside. Okay, now you can close your eyes. And, you know, try to, in the front or the, the side, you know, locate where yourself is. And I talk about these neurons and these places in the brain. We know that the processes like uh, vision and hearing and whatever else it is. That, yeah, I was thinking of the senses before when you were yeah, talking. That yeah, that constitute this, this, uh, this single entity that we call ourselves. that mm. comes from different places in the brain. Um, but somehow it feels like a cohesive Right. Unit.
2: That's what I was just thinking. Yeah, all these things and how the brain just works so hard, not not so hard, but so well in tandem, the two hemispheres to and, create the now.
0: And not even on simply a spatial scale, but as um on a on a temporal scale as well. If you touch your finger to your nose, mhm it feels like the touch is is, uh, is simultaneous. Mm but that can't be and and why is that Lutch <laughs> I mean I, I mean your hand your arm is obviously longer than your nose yep uh, it takes a certain amount of time even if it's if it's you know nanoseconds mm-hmm. there would have to be some still a process disparity yeah oh yeah yeah uh, but Fair your brain part. puts it as one touch mm-hmm. Um. so again one of the ways uh, this this was one way but it, it's a little bit more abs- abstract um, again, just to locate yourself, it's an easy idea to grab onto, but I feel like it takes a little bit of, I, I struggled with that. <laughs> still,
1: I, am, I'm, still am. i still am a
0: different. Well, I mean, the, it's a life, you know, it's not something that's, that's a quick thing. It, right. you know, it only, it, it's very slowly progressing, but once you see a little bit of progress, then you understand kind of what kind of progress mm-hmm. is there, which again, is I'm told is, another level of doing it wrong, but we'll get, you know, I'll have to come back to that when I get better at it. Um, (laughs) But another, uh, another one of the uh, methods was to imagine yourself without a head Mm. in the sense that as I sit here and talk to you, as per my vision, as per my image of the world, Mm -hmm i only i don't see my head, I see your head, I see my hands moving around as i'm talking like, <laughs> uh and you know I can see my whole and I look up and i don't there's no head here
2: right right
0: and so that's to say that i as far as my consciousness i don't have a head right now
2: yeah you there y- yeah <laughs> there's no mirror telling me my face is there, and even if there was. <laughs>
0: And so what that means though is that I can and, and I was outside the first time I realized this so it was a little bit easier but everything I see is simply the wallpaper of the inside of my mind it's just yeah. you know and I mean you 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 intuitively know that these things are true once I mean perhaps you don't understand what it is you're looking for but if you can and and I'm you know, this only you only get it in momentary glimpses. Yeah. Your thoughts come back. Oh yeah. And, and cloud cloud your experience, and that's really that's really what it is. Is that mm-hmm. you, you're uh, you're lost in thought, and you know, uh, you're always you, invading. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have this little voice in your head that's that's talking to you, and just whatever you know, whatever it's saying. Oh, this isn't working. This is some stupid shit. <laughs> or. Conversely, okay, I'm gonna picture this. I'm gonna. Do, that's that's a layer of
2: consciousness. Yeah, you're having a conversation with yourself. With yourself. Yeah, and there's no problem with that.
0: <laughs> you know, the example is if you you know if you were to have that conversation out loud, you would be looked at as the crazy guy.
2: Right. The street. Right. It's it's funny just real quickly, um, you know, I, I I tend to think out loud a lot and I think Lutch has definitely <laughs> noticed that about me. I'll just and I and it probably sounds like I'm just talking to myself, but I'm literally just thinking out loud. Whatever is coming to my brain or whatever's going on in here in my head, you know, is just coming out, I guess. <clears throat>
0: It's uh, I mean, it's something that is a condition of consciousness. It's, um, it, it's it's something that's built in, and um, it's very very hard to break through. Mm-hmm. Um, but but we do it all the time. We do it all the time, and you know you you had to have had this happen before uh, a million times. I mean, if you are watching a movie, you don't you cease to kind of. Be yourself. You're just watching the movie. You don't have an awareness of yourself. Mm-hmm. If you get an itch, okay, then. You oh yeah, it. yeah. Um. Or or even, uh. You know.
2: It's an all immersive thing. Is that what you're? Yeah, trying to, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um. And then to go the other way, uh. You know. You have experiences like when you're driving, mm-hmm. and you don't necessarily need to consciously measure. Where the edge of your car is, and where the next lane, yep. or the next car, or the yep. curb, or whatever it is, you just kind of feel it to be an extension of yourself. You don't, yeah. you know, it's not a you don't you don't think that to yourself. Mm-hmm. But as you're driving, it, you feel that unity, and and it just goes to show that this idea of my body and myself
2: and me, it's a fluid it's a fluid concept. Mm-hmm and can be extended to other things, just not just myself. Or, let me rephrase, not just my physical body. <clears throat> it's,
0: um, it's, it's really, it's, that's, that's one of, uh, I, I think the hardest, the hardest parts of, of this whole, this whole thing is to really understand what we're going for here, because a lot of people will just sit there and, you know, they, it, it's just yeah, I'm just sitting here. Obviously, I'm just, just thinking. Anyway, yeah. yeah, I'm always thinking. That's what, and they they literally have never. Uh, the only time they're not lost in thought, they just don't notice. Right, they're just experiencing. The last time we
2: actually sat down and did a quick meditation session. I think I said that to you. What's that? I, uh, that I didn't. There, there was more so the notification. Uh, the the thought of noticing. That I wasn't lost in thought for a moment is in itself a thought, <laughs> exactly. and, and like that—that's yeah—that's so—it's so cool.
0: I think what would benefit us um, is let's uh, let's refer to to the uh, the guy who we've been referring to this whole time. I think we could just put a little a short little Sam Harris meditation thing in here just so we yeah. can yeah. see what it is that we're talking about.
2: All right. Now, with that said, just hang in there with us. Like he said, it's just a short clip of one of Sam Harris's guided meditation practices. And I'm actually going to do it with you guys. So, like I said, hang in there. We'll be right back on the other side of it. And we'll get our reactions to it. And we'll go from there.
1: Take a seat either in a chair or cross-legged on a cushion. And gradually become aware of the sensations of sitting. Feelings of pressure in your back or legs. Feel your arms at your sides. And perhaps take a few deep breaths. And allow gravity to settle you into your seat. and now gradually become aware of the process of breathing. Notice where you feel the breath most distinctly, either at the tip of the nose or in the rising and falling of your abdomen. Just feel the mere sensations associated with the breath, from the beginning of the inhalation, through the pause between breaths, and follow the exhalation to the end. Simply cover the breath with your awareness. There's no reason to control the breath. Just allow it to come and go naturally. And every time your mind wanders to a thought, gently return it to the breath or to the sensations of sitting, to the feeling of your back against the chair or the cushion the feelings of pressure in your legs. Now as you focus on the process of breathing, you will also perceive sounds and bodily sensations and emotions and the full flow of your experience. Simply observe these phenomena as they appear in consciousness and return to the breath. See if you can notice the next breath from the moment it arises for its full duration until the moment it subsides. Begin again in this moment, noticing the next inhalation and the pause between breaths and the next exhalation. The moment you notice a thought present in the mind Watch what happens to that thought, to the image or bit of language. Where does it go? It doesn't matter how long you've been lost in thought, just notice it in this instant. to the raw sensations of movement, temperature, pressure. And if there's a mood or emotion present in the mind, notice that too. Notice the constellation of sensations in the face, in the body. If you're feeling sleepy, notice how it is that you feel sleepy. What does it feel like in your face, in your body? And then come back to the sensations of breathing.
2: Wow. All right. Well, um, you know, that only being my probably third honest session of practicing meditation um, and, like, actual, um, you know, taking the time to try and do it, not just, like, putting it on in the background or something like that, and, uh, you know, I definitely found myself recognizing that I was lost in a moment for a moment, but... Talk about, maybe talk about that a little
0: more, about what he means when he says
2: lost in thought. Okay. I think that's
0: that's the hardest part too.
2: Well, as we, you know, like as we were sitting here and I was doing it, you don't need to necessarily super focus, just pay attention to okay. the sensations, you know, and make sure that you're recognizing the sen- the uh, sensations as your thoughts. And then all of a sudden you realize that thoughts are in- well, no, you might not even re- I didn't even realize that thoughts were intruding again it was just like oh wait there i am again thinking here are these voices in my head here i am thinking so it's it's really something to do that and hopefully you gave that a shot with me Um, because like i said i'm definitely a novice begin actually i would say beginner (laughs) beginner practitioner of uh... meditation (laughs) and so just that it, it definitely does something for me and it's hard to articulate what something means but it definitely it did something and for me that's like, what it's... i'm trying to get at the
0: what <clears throat> what exactly we're looking for and i think the there's um a state of being lost in thought mm-hmm. where you're thinking your thoughts you're you're hearing that voice in your head mm-hmm. and then there's another um a, a, another way to be that may almost Seem like it's, it's a, a lost in something um, that there it's it's almost like, you know, I mean, I mean, it's so fleeting because mm-hmm. we want to intellectualize it. You know, we want to say, OK, what is this? I like even to say, oh, I like this or, yeah. or, or, or even to say, oh, that was cool. That's a thought. That's that a, right. Through. I was just going to say so, that's another yeah. So it's almost trying to realize that without telling yourself, you know, you're the one there, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that it's oh that was me, lo- you know g- like i kind of that was another thought in a, in arising in consciousness and i wasn't subject i wasn't just to have your voice in your head telling you that it means you've already you're now lost in that thought yeah that experience <clears> throat> that throat> pure that that pure uh sensory
2: experience Yeah, where it's just feeling it's just the sense like i i felt at one point the extension into the chair You know, and I really did feel like for a moment there, like I was part (laughs) of the chair, you know, and then he would say, come back to breathing. And I would be like, all right, recognize, could be aware of the breath as it is a thought or, you know, as it is in the moment. And then whether he would say, go, go back to feeling the chair, feeling everything around you was one thing. But yeah, like I did for a moment there, like feel like I was just an extension of the other things around me, you know, again, fully immersed. (laughs) And I
0: mean, you can totally see how people could dedicate years, Absolutely. years to doing Absolutely. this um, because, you know, there's such a, it's such a, a tiny glimpse for people who are at our level. And I mean, I've that's been, what I was just going to say. Yeah. On and off for a number of years, and I wouldn't consider myself past. You know, I mean. In, in the sense that I've done it, let's call that level one. <laughs> right, yeah. know, people have done it, but I wouldn't call. I wouldn't, you know, only because there's my, a level zero. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I wouldn't put myself on any uh, level of expertise yeah, no. higher than that. That's why I. Um, like, that's
2: why I said it's only like my third or fourth session. I think that I actually really tried to. Well, not tried to pay. It, yeah, paid attention, paid attention, and stuck with it, and didn't let things distract me so much. I guess. <clears throat>
0: Now, so so um, the point that we're circling in on with all of this is, you know, we understand that not everybody uh, is going to want to spend that much time meditating and perfecting their meditation and so on and so forth. Yeah. But simply to glimpse that a state of being is possible, where you're kind of outside this quote-unquote self uh... is a powerful um, you know it's powerful just to experience it and just the sensation of, of, of being there is something that 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 can change uh, can change your your life really i mean it, it's, it comes down to the simple um, you know this the transience of our our day-to-day emotions mm-hmm. you know it reminds me of a story um, uh, a friend told me recently about, um, you know, he he and I uh, similarly are uh, a, a little bit annoyed easily, let's say, by our <laughs> parents. Um, and this was around Thanksgiving. And uh, his parents needed to borrow his laptop or something. And so they said, bring it to Thanksgiving at his brother's. And he brought it to Thanksgiving and they forgot to take it home. So my friend took the computer back. But then his parents said they needed it this week or whatever it was and and you know he's like he was busy He can't just drop everything to go drive across you know a, across what two three pounds to, to just you know to, to give his parents a computer whenever mm-hmm. they they you know snap <clears throat> their fingers Um, so, so, um, she's like, all right, I'm, you know, I'm going to send your father out to you to get it. And, you know, he's so annoyed. It's just like, oh, why do you have to, you just have to do this now kind of Mm -hmm. thing. And not a big deal, but just, you know, you know, one of those things that subjectively at the time, it feels like a big deal, you know, in hindsight, obviously it's not, nobody fucking cares. But when you're in that moment, it just, it irks you and, you know, it matters in that moment. And if you could, you would wish you could just erase it. Now, so his father is on his way to his house, probably bothering him from you know doing whatever work or leisure he may have wanted to be doing at that point. Uh, and turns out his dad got into a car accident on on the way, and so now he's now he's feeling bad. But he's like, oh, you know, he's worrying about his dad, and he was just so. And then it turns out his dad had brought him a whole bunch of groceries too, so he's like, ah, oh, you know.
2: Yeah, that's, like, yeah, <laughs> that's the universe, tough.
0: <laughs> the universe really knows how to make me feel like an asshole. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and and you know, he was he was feeling guilty. And I mean, obviously, you know, my my first point of advice is obviously you didn't cause the accident. Yeah. You you being annoyed by your parents
2: didn't cause the accident. Yeah. And, and no way. <laughs> Let's be clear.
0: But but it's understandable. It's just like ah, oh, you know. But but I mean, think about that. How quickly he was mm. so annoyed. Uh, I mean, justified or not. he was so annoyed. And then, just like that, he was thrusted into a completely different uh, state of consciousness.
2: Understanding that process of change... Yeah, I was just going to ask you about changing it. Yeah, Yeah, the process
0: of change and the means by which we can harness that ability Mm -hmm. to change. I think that's pretty much what we talk about and... um, you know, in in the book title of uh, Sam Harris' Waking Up, Spirituality Without Religion, I think that's what we're talking about. Because, yeah. of okay. course, yeah. um, we all know that word spirituality has been hijacked by the new age community and just honestly in my opinion i feel like it's been bastardized
2: i'm not yeah. speaking for much here i'm just saying in no, my opinion i, I feel I like it's been bad okay all right. un-
0: and and under <clears throat> this definition i call myself a spiritual person uh there doesn't seem to be a better term that encompasses what I am talking about and excludes what I'm not talking about. Makes sense. So, unfortunately, I just have to have this long conversation every time <laughs> anybody asks me <laughs> if I'm religious. I'm like, no, but... But... <laughs> uh, yeah. But it's... You, you know, it entails... It entails um, a lot of this... This transcendental... Um, experience and enlightenment mm-hmm. I think it also includes um, you know I think pretty a lot of the areas of religion that are not doctrine or not okay. ritual yeah. um, you know the community aspect, the idea of wishing well on others, I would say uh,
2: is is part of my, my spirituality mm-hmm. um, because I mean, but you, you know, just just a random question that popped in my head. Would you say that you that you just wishing for, uh, wishing well for others doesn't do just magically do it? Yes. <laughs>
0: Just clarifying. So that, that, uh, that, um... No, yes. I don't believe in any In case supernatural... you didn't listen to the first episode. Okay. All right, yes. We're we're, we're just talking about, uh... Things within the realm of... of there we go, yeah. Of physics. The nat- All right. natural world. But un- un- unfortunately, when we talk about those things, um... You know, well... Let me say that those things, um, the, the parts of religion that I think people are attracted to, uh, which don't have to do directly with doctrine or truth claim or ritual, mm-hmm. um, are, are what give meaning to my life. I think a lot of people who don't necessarily hold a belief in God. But that is not atheism. That's something different. A lot of people call atheism a belief system, and it's simply not. I mean, it just is the state of not holding a belief. I was going to say, uh, isn't
2: it just the complete opposite? Yeah, like. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we've gone over that. But, yeah.
0: <laughs> but it is true that, that um, atheism doesn't replace any of the bad ideas that it rids. It doesn't have any good ideas to put in its place. It doesn't have any comforting ideas to put in in its place. Um, and that's definitely true. Right. But that doesn't mean that other things don't can't do that. And I think that's why we need a, you know a secular spirituality. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, just separate it from any type of belief system and just root it as much as we can in science. I mean the whole whole purpose for a religion was that we couldn't get these things out, out of science for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so, fine, you have your religion, but and then now it's just, yeah. we can. Now we understand uh, the brain, and we understand the mind Much, separately. Um, we understand yeah. society, uh, all these things. We understand them to such a degree where you can live a spiritual life, uh, or spiritually enriched life, without believing in anything, um, anything supernatural. Uh, religion. You supernatural. Know, talk about uh, crystals and, and, and things.
2: Um, Yeah, well, that's where you were going before about, like, the the distinguishing between um, spirituality Uh, spirituality uh, and new Um, age.
0: You know, Mm, talking about uh, crystals, um, any type of alternative healing, um, uh, you know, like like burning sage and shit like that. Right. I mean, you know, the thing is, again, I don't want to disparage... Anybody's experience. If you've undergone any type of alternative medicine or or new age uh, treatment, and you've found benefits from it, if you have crystals and you feel that they have improved your life, I don't want to disparage that. I'm not because isn't
2: that really in all reality what we're looking for too, just on a different level, right? Yeah. Um,
0: I just it's it's just that if we're looking at truth claims. Mm-hmm. then you know the fact that your life improved the day that you bought your crystals probably has a lot to do with with uh you know positive psychology and positive affirmation mm-hmm.
2: and, and and things like
0: that so it's not to say that your life didn't improve because you bought crystals that's still a fair statement but yeah. it's not because of yeah. any super magic power right. that these right. crystals have i mean you know i think we may have touched on this uh, in the last episode, yeah, but, I feel like, we but might you know, it. talking about how if you tell yourself, "I'm gonna have a good day," oh right, mirror, yeah. every day before you leave the house, it's gonna affect how you think about the world. So if you think that I'm gonna have a good day because I have this crystal, I, I mean, it's gonna improve your experience. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It's
2: just not um, something yeah. going on specifically, magically, or whatever. Yeah. Without, the, the biggest thing
0: that, um, that you lose unequivocally when you lose your faith or growing up without mm-hmm. faith mm-hmm. is that comfort of, of uh, life after death. Yeah. Um, I think the fear of death is what really creates and, and sustains the religiosity of people. Um, as opposed to to mere secular spirituality,
2: okay, so then let me ask you did when that happened when you i, I mean it's not such a specific thing of when you became atheist because it's yeah. you know but like did you how what what were how did you feel about it because i I had a very just ambivalent feeling towards death after well, what do you mean by that like oh, yeah. I just um, it was just like, all right, lights out, I guess, you know, like, I, and, and honestly, like, I don't know if I've ever really feared death so much. Like, I've always, I see it as lights out, I guess, you know, and so nothing really changed for me, because even when I was religious, I don't know that that's I believed I in a supernatural that's, heaven or whatever. That's heaven, what have, I you know? was saying, is yeah. that I don't,
0: I, I think I always had this idea that we never, we like, that heaven was real, but any solid um, interpretation of what it actually was like was known to be just you know, we, we knew we had no idea what it was we, yeah. we, as believers in my family we understood that it was, there was such a thing as heaven, mm-hmm. but that we you know, and it's we, we understand that it's goodness and it's the best whatever, 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 but what that Paradise, means, whatever yeah, we, whatever yeah. that means. We never were under the impression that we had an idea that we were going to be sitting on clouds that we were going to see yeah, right. <laughs> our relatives, <laughs> and, and I do remember, I vaguely remember asking these kind of questions about heaven and about the afterlife, and and getting somewhat, um, somewhat uh, straightforward um, answers of ignorance. On on that, I can't claim, but. But, uh, yeah, I, I think as I, um, as I, on my journey to atheism. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs>
2: as, you, as you said, I was thinking, <laughs> your development yeah. of atheism.
1: Um, yeah.
0: I think it was a, really an existential thing <clears throat> in the sense of <clears throat> what does it, what does it mean <clears> throat> to, throat> to I, I think it was instead of, uh, the question shifted from what is heaven like just to what is it like? Once you die, what is that? Okay, so what is, what, what is death? Like? death you know? yeah. yeah, okay. Um, All right. And
2: so... Well, it's like, it's like the existential breakdown. I told you I had in my car last year on the way to work. Like, I was thinking about how I'm inevitably going to die someday, and I just got so frustrated in that moment that I had no control over the fact that I'm going to die. So why couldn't I control the fact that I was born? Like, why do I have to struggle in this life? Because somebody else chose to have a child and Mm. it, you know, it's me, that's myself. Um, And then knowing that I have to die someday anyway what am I doing this for? What am I driving to work for? Like, I guess it was to get those things you mentioned before, a house, you know, family, all that stuff. And it's just, I was, dude, like, I was vehemently, like, angry for, I was, like, exclaiming to myself in the car. I was so mad that I had no control over the fact that I was, born not alive because i mean i can't do anything about that i'm not gonna no i'm not gonna do anything about that but (laughs) (laughs) yeah let's let's put that out yeah but i mean it's just i I don't know i I don't like that i didn't have any control over that and now that i'm in this situation i've just gotta deal with it until i die someday not fair (laughs)
0: um yeah, yeah. I definitely I definitely went through I mean, I can't even say one, but um <laughs> similar similar types of existential uh crises, but I'm it was a crisis. I mean, I mean, I think that the process turned from you know, act it, it turned to life I, I okay, like, okay
2: yeah I think I understand what you mean by turning to life you, yeah you well, mean, I mean like it became less about caring about getting to heaven and processing. more about okay I just wanted exactly. to make sure I understood that correctly um, okay it, it,
0: it, it became more important how you know just how I spent my time here I was starting I slowly realized this is this is all I have and the fact that You know the fact that I didn't know what was going to happen after I died, like Mm -hmm. I said, was always a factor. But, but now realizing that I didn't have any reason to believe that things would be good, it was all the more reason uh, to to make the most of this life here. And I think that's
2: a really good point.
0: I think upon realizing that, I don't know that I, I understood the gravity of it but uh, because it sounds, again, that's another one of those things that doesn't sound too exciting is to just, or perhaps because it's so cliche, is to, to, to make the most of the time that we do have yeah. most of the time we have here because this is all the, the life that we get.
2: You know, all those posts about living in the now well, yeah, exactly. and all that but, stuff.
0: But, uh, but it's, yeah. it's 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 um, it becomes a much more meaningful uh, motto, if you will, when when yeah. you, when you embody it, when you think mm-hmm. about that, and you notice things about the here and the now, and you notice things that would be otherwise so stupid and boring and you and you wouldn't even notice uh you know, and I don't want to sound cheesy by mentioning like fucking flowers or something <laughs> but I mean, you know I mean.
2: That's right, I'm sitting here thinking, hashtag YOLO. Okay. Well, I mean, for
0: example, is, you know, and I mean, I was walking the dog, and it was, you know, for those who are listening to this in the future, we just had a huge snowstorm. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was pretty bad. Uh, the, I'm, I'm walking the dog, and I'm looking at the snow, and I'm just thinking about individual snowflakes, mm-hmm. and, I, I mean, I'm just thinking about the, you know, the... The magnitude of just the um, the number of individual snowflakes it takes to cover oh
2: yeah all yeah. of
0: this and you know and thinking about the the number of stars in the universe <laughs> that's weird because da- I've specifically
2: thought about that snow thing before <laughs> how many flakes you know finitely speaking like what is the number of flakes it takes to get that yeah. much like it's crazy I mean, yeah that's funny I thought that
0: and there's there's really <clears throat> I, I, I don't know that I I fear we're at the point where if you don't if if you don't share the the love for the awe for re- the awe of reality <laughs> then it's just you you're too far gone so i won't i won't pontificate on this point um but uh yeah so um perhaps we wanna uh Change gears here a little bit. All right, um, and talk about.
2: Well, let me just make sure you got everything about death you wanted to get out there, right? Because that's where we started. We ended up getting the little. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. I
0: think. Um, yeah. I mean, the main point there
2: was. Oh, okay. Though... Well, sorry. Sorry to interrupt you again, but let me just ask you this. So, like, you see it as not so much. You still see it as an inevitability and something absolute, of course. But you don't see it so much as something that's going to happen eventually. You're more so worried about what's going on now. I just want to make sure that I get that. I mean, Because, like, you can't let go of the fact that you know you're going to die someday. Well, so I'm just thinking to what level. I mean, level. I think
0: that's the, hum- that, my, the point there is that that's the human condition. And okay, fair. Fair enough. The, you know, or the the, the the point of human suffering Yeah. Is hanging on to that fact that we're going to die someday, and the fear of death, and the, you know, not necessarily that that doesn't matter, and instead focus on the now, because death is inevitable. Right. But that doesn't mean that I can't enjoy my life.
2: Right, you right. Know, it just doesn't fact- Where were you that day in my car? <laughs> <laughs> it just
0: doesn't fact. exactly, it just doesn't factor in. Um, I mean, that's what, that's what I think this whole religious thing is. Uh, you know, there's this fear of death, the fear of dying, and so we need to invent a way to circumnavigate death, Mm. and to escape death, or beat death. Mm. It's not just here, you have an afterlife forever! Yeah. You don't actually die, you go on, you know. It's actually
2: better. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And
0: then, and so whatever happens in this world is trivial. Yeah, well put. The, 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 you know, the real part's coming next. (laughs) Yeah,
2: hang on to your seats, folks. (laughs) Here it comes.
0: (laughs) And, I mean, just that right there is the explanation for all kinds of atrocities that
1: Mm.
0: not only happen to people, but they happen and they don't elicit any kind of sympathy because it's you know girls are being raped uh, children are blown up mm. in the middle east mm. oh but it's all right because this is you know this is what god wanted for them and he's going to repay them yeah, later
2: oh, man that that one just baffles me
0: it's um and 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 so i don't i i mean i i fear death i certainly i'm a um I don't know what's gonna happen, mm-hmm. and it usually fucking hurts. Um, so I'm not point. looking forward to that. But I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of it's not kind of. Is it, it just is. like a moot point to you? Yeah, at the, I mean, yeah, It's just okay. a way. I mean, because it's it's not gonna it's not gonna change it. It's not. Right. I'm not gonna yeah. not die by worrying that I'm gonna Death die. Death is coming. Yeah, yeah. It's only gonna make it worse. It's only going Absolutely, to, yeah. I mean, you know, enjoying my life isn't going to make my death worse.
2: Mm-hmm. Or any and, less painful or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. And
0: fearing death isn't going to make it any better.
2: Right, okay.
0: So you may as well just fucking have a good time.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. there's
0: nothing else to do.
2: I I mean it just it, waiting for death so might as well enjoy it. Yeah, I mean know? it really just doesn't yeah. make sense. and we don't we don't mean to sound morbid at least I don't. I don't mean to come off as morbid. It's just the reality that I've come to. Yeah, anyway.
0: I don't I don't I would hate to come off as I mean I guess some people well some people hear death And right away, oh, oh my God. Yeah. yeah.
2: Spooky. It shit
0: happens, bro. (laughs) Yeah, right. You know, someone recently uh, was in a conversation, a religious debate, let's call it, with a Christian. Uh, Somebody I I grew up with. Somebody Somebody when I was in high school and I was super religious was right there being super religious right along (laughs) with me. Um, And he's stayed religious. Uh Oh, okay. But we were talking about, I think we were talking about prayer. Um, And he asked me because um, I lost my absolute best friend in the entire world. Uh, He died in a motorcycle accident a couple years ago. And um, this kid I was talking with asked me what I thought about him being dead and his afterlife and all that and how that factored into what I thought. Mm -hmm. And and I pretty much said the same thing. I said, "You, you know... It just doesn't really factor in. I mean, I know that this kid had the, f- such a fulfilled life. He he died at 23 years old, and in those 23 years, he did more living than most of us yeah. will do in our entire lives. Uh, he made more friends and, <laughs> and, you know, all these kind of things. So that is what I think about. He had his life. He was It was always going to end. The right. fact that it ended right. is not news except for the fact that it just happened so early which sucks for me cuz I'm still here but mm.
2: and that's all relative the whole part of it being i think i think it said soon uh, yeah. Or, yeah like it, like i said it's it's relative because just because he passed at that time you know doesn't mean you're going to pass at that time and more so i i don't know i guess it's just like people say lives were cut short you know, um, and I mean, I don't necessarily disagree with that because obviously, I would have liked to still have the dude around. You know, like so. But at the same time, I I know it's coming for all of us at some point. It, we and it's gonna happen. You know. Yeah. So enjoy the moment again. <laughs> and so when I
0: take all these things into account, you know, it's it's like well how. Should I and how should we spend our time here? Mm -hmm. Our time here is what's important. How should we do that? What should we be doing? What's important? All these things. And, you know, religion was kind of self-contained. It's like, well, yes, if I'm caring about the afterlife, then this is a book with a lot of answers. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. That. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I never thought about it like that because of the afterlife. The book uh, provides the answers. Yeah, yeah. See, that's the thing. When I was religious, I never really thought about it. So I don't know what the word is, but I don't know. Maybe I just never really believed in it as much as I thought I did. Well, that, I mean. And I guess that's possible. That's that always true for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, good um, point.
0: Yeah, but but so then yeah, so then I start when I start searching for. I, I mean, I think long before religion was ever a question, mm-hmm. I think I was searching for a, uh, not physical in terms of sci- uh, like hard science, like neuroscience. I at least was searching for some kind of real answer on how to, just be how to be happier, how to live better. And um, I think it was always in my nature to extend that to other people. Okay. So, uh, I mean, I don't know. This is one thing that may be a viable argument against my position. Um, But I don't know how easily that comes to other people. Mm -hmm. I want to give other people the benefit of the doubt and say that we all have the capacity to to care about others and so on and so forth right um but i
2: mean do we i don't know well it's funny because i was gonna i was gonna ask you do you mean physically like we have the capacities or is it something that um see that's when it comes back to how much of it is just past experience and we've got to not let it just be past experience, and yeah. brings us through the okay. illusion of free so, will, right. which Let we're gonna save for something else. I, okay. I,
0: I want to say that <coughs> uh, society as a whole. I right. think society as a whole has the outliers, um, but I think society can improve, and society can exist as a secular humanist spiritual society where we care about each other totally because we care about each other and we know that it's a good thing to care about each other so we
2: care about each other Mm
0: -hmm. and that's that's it
2: and i think that came up when we were discussing morality um a while back and i think in the first episode even that that might be your moral compass that you know being aware of that being good um is what makes you be good
0: yeah I mean, if we you know if you Do good whenever. if if you look to the Bible, mm-hmm. then you have your answer of where what is the the backbone of morality mm-hmm. it's right. not the right answer. it's not a good answer, but you yeah. have an answer it's yeah. obviously' Just one of know, the many. <laughs> we know, of course, the cherry picking argument. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at some things in the Bible and you say, "I like this," and you look at other things in the Bible, like the punishment for adultery is, is stoning, and you look at that. And, oh, obviously, obviously, yeah. we don't believe that.
2: Uh, um, that you know how much that frustrates <laughs> me, man. Oh. And
0: well, yes, because. <sighs> Reason why is because it means if you can cherry pick, if you can do that, then you must be bringing some sense of morality to the Bible that you're not getting your morality from. The you're Bible. putting
2: yourself
0: into the Bible <laughs> exactly. at that point. <laughs> um, and and so, and, and, you know, nobody itself. nobody gets their morality from the Bible. So where do we get our morality from? And it's it's reason, and mm. we the mm. reason uh, is predicated on the the understanding the assumption there is an assumption yeah but it's a pretty safe assumption it's the assumption that the maximum well-being for the maximum
2: uh amount of people a, the ma- maximum
0: amount of people and and in the greatest in the greatest uh um a- gra- just you know just the greatest levels <laughs> yeah you know, okay there we go yeah um it is is morally good and the worst suffering for all people is morally bad is morally right. the bottom right. as long as we make those our our extremes our scale, then we can we can do all the things that believers and non-believers agree are good and bad and and we don't need.
2: God, we don't need the Bible. And there you go, spirituality without religion. You know, and that just makes me think about um, enjoying, like, you know, we've talked about before, enjoying every moment in the now and making sure you're doing it and try not to sound cliche again, but it's really important. And I've noticed as I do that, and I, I mean, admittedly, I might only specifically notice every moment every once in a while, you know, as I'm walking around, I might just be like, Oh, this is a good moment or whatever. But, um, at which point you've already fell out of the moment. And into, right. And into the next one or whatever. Yeah, ex- exactly. Exactly. So, but yeah, I feel like, finding the awesomeness in the banal is what really gets, I I think that's what I strive for personally. And that's kind of what I'm now being as not, uh, what's the word I should say? I guess as established as an atheist I am now, I can say, I feel like Like that's probably what I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to live my life by, you know, finding the awesome, and, and every, every moment even though it's fleeting but you know not finding myself lost in thought in that moment it's it's just a conundrum but uh
0: yeah and well okay i have a, I'm, i was going to mention something but i have a question real quick okay you say that you you, you want to find the awe in mm-hmm. in you know everyday things now do you is that a sense of is that is or is that a basis of morality Ooh,
2: uh <laughs> I guess I, I it could be. I get it could be, but I don't think I don't think it, it it's because mine. I,
0: I, I mean, no, I well,
2: because I mean, because I, I share
0: that, but I don't mm-hmm. I don't know that that is that has to do with you know the ups one of the upsides of spirituality mm-hmm. uh, or or secular spirituality, um. But I think, in terms of how you decide what's right and wrong,
2: isn't so much about just living in that moment, and more so you can't you can't base the right and wrong off of the moment. Well,
0: I mean, if you know, let's say you you, you take the basic example, of you know, stealing is wrong, but your family is starving. do you steal, Okay. Do you steal to feed your family? Now. Stealing is wrong because people work for their things and they have, you know, their possessions and da da da. da. Right, so we can them?
2: define stealing as being wrong because it makes somebody suffer, right? Right. Okay. So. Just want to make sure I understand.
0: Now, is the suffering of this family outweighed by the suffering that would be caused by stealing? Mm. And then. How do we weigh it? <laughs> and so, but that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Well being, yeah. like, well
2: being. There's oh, okay. greater well
0: being okay. in the situation where you steal
2: and feed to survive because you're surviving, right? Like it's right. for survival. Yeah, okay. And
0: and I don't think anybody would disagree with that. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. that's the that's the textbook example. Of, mm-hmm. Well, obviously, of, of where people say obviously you have to you know go against what we typically think. You know, it's a, that's it's a moral, is wrong, yeah, yeah, it's a moral conundrum. Um, right and and ultimately the right thing to do is for the, for somebody to steal to feed their family. Mm-hmm. How do we decide that? Not in the Bible. No. Or I mean, you know, I'm sure the argument can be made, but I could I could uh... argue against it easily as well. <clears throat> and, um, but how? Uh, so that's that's why I'm asking you about. I, I think it's a good point that you're making. But I'm wondering if, when you when when it comes down to morality, if do you do you really is that really a because
2: ba- I mean I guess just happiness my everyday happiness right I think so I think it's that simple uh, honestly you right. know and I so think it begins and ends there. <laughs> no, I mean <laughs> at least I we understand I mean, each other. <laughs> I
0: mean, you're making a good point. I, I definitely agree that where people think that atheism is so dry mm-hmm. and. It is, (laughs) but to be an atheist is not to be merely an atheist. I'm not just an atheist. I, you know, I have other interests and other beliefs, for that matter. You know, I believe
2: hardstyle is
0: the best type of music (laughs) out there today. (laughs) And now notice he said believe.
2: He did not say thinks. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I, uh, I I don't know. But... Well, I don't know about a source of morality, but it's definitely a way of, of um, you know, making a meaningful life. Um, you know, there's a Buddhist yeah. practice, uh, excuse me, a Buddhist practice, the metta, um, which is, mm. is uh, it means loving kindness. Um, and this is a type of, it's a type of meditation. Um, it's not quite the same type of mindfulness meditation that, um, we heard earlier from Sam Harris. Um, but this is a type of meditation that is meant to bring you, uh, just absolute bliss. Just, just, Mm -hmm. um, this euphoric feeling um, Of happiness and uh, it's about like I said, it's about loving kindness. So it's about spreading love to everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that you do this is you bring your loved
2: ones into mind. I'm gonna do this with you. I was just say.
0: <laughs> well, I don't. I mean, I'm not. It's not really a guided. Yeah, meditation yeah, no, thing but, yeah. so okay well um uh, but yeah you bring you bring your loved ones into your mind right maybe you picture you know whoever it may be your mom your sister your whoever um you know may you be happy may you be successful and and whatever whatever mm-hmm. just
2: express the love thoughts. Yeah. yeah
0: they don't even have to be conscious right. thoughts you right. know in the sense that you have to hear them in your head right but just you want to feel this love towards them. And then you shift this and you you, you, uh, you move this to a neutral party. You know, maybe some, you know, like a, a teacher or you know, somebody who doesn't, you know, you don't necessarily really feel one way or another about it. somebody who's just somebody, mm-hmm. you know, and you, you switch this ultimate this 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 strong uh, love to you extend it to them and you bring them into the circle <clears throat> or, or or you know, depending on how and and when you're in your process, your practices, you may be you may shift it to them directly or you may include them whatever it is <clears throat> um, but point is expanding your circle of love and yeah. then you know you That's can even something. you can even um, eventually, Include or shift energy to enemies, to people you dislike, people you hate, people you mm. have, you know, like, like, turn that disdain into love. Yeah, yeah that's, um, that's and it's 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 that's something. Be to be able yeah, to do it. and I mean, I I know a lot of people when you hear that, you're like, well, fuck that. Why would I want to love this asshole? <laughs> yeah, but if you think um, about it, I mean, it's know. it's about the selflessness when you understand that. There is no self, and there is no me, and there is no that person. That there just is the love, and the love exists. And when you harbor negative feelings, those are those negative feelings are existing. But if you just exist in a state of love, it's not for the other person. Mm-hmm. It's intrinsically beneficial. It's powerful. It's a powerful thing, and the it's. Yeah, this speaks to the intrinsic selflessness of of consciousness. This, that's right. This mm-hmm. it, it we exist to want this. It's ingrained in us, and the ego clouds that. Right. right? The ego clouds that,
2: and um, and that's where it becomes an illusion.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, you can you you you're certainly free to say this is all, you know, fairy bullshit. <laughs> I mean, but dude, I'm. I'm telling you it. I'll tell there's you something to it. And people are A lot fucking smarter Ooh. than me And a lot better at this Than me More experienced Will than tell you I mean You know it, There's something there And it's That's the thing It's you know There's people Who will tell you shit about New age stuff right. And the consciousness of uh, You know Like Deepak Chopra Who, mm. will, who will Mix uh, Psychology And Quantum Childhood physics and Quantum physics And mm-hmm. talk about Non-locality And talk about how you know in quantum physics how electrons may uh, uh, appear in many different places Mm. at once, and they could be here, they could be there, they can you know that they have consciousness, Mm. and that you can control this and whatever, whatever. extend
2: them and and all that. It's it's all bullshit. There's no (laughs) there's no
0: actual scientific proof of of any. Is that word proof? Yeah, because there's none. Um, But you can you know there's evidence for. A lot of these other things that they may not be certified, absolutely true in the sense that there's tangible evidence for them, but there's evidence that there to to put your confidence in the fact that, that there's something there. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Um, and I case, have to agree. There's certain things where you do, and there's certain things where you don't in any realm, and there's things that uh, that that pass the test in this area. So skepticism has not been uh, suspended here. We're still this is this is stuff that we've been skeptical about, um, and and it's passed the test. Yeah. Yep. Well, time is starting to wind down. I don't know if anybody is actually still with us, or if we've <laughs> bored the fuck or confused the fuck out of everyone. Um, but just to just to what I think would be interesting for you as a listener um, to take away is just in the over the next week pay attention, attention to how significant your consciousness is in your
2: in your That's daily great, experience. Yeah. That's great advice. Yeah. No
0: just try to notice when you're talking, you know, that voice in your head right. comes up. Try to notice when it's there, and also try to notice how often it comes up. And who, you know, this voice, and and just ask who, who am I talking to, or mm-hmm. who's talking, or both? Who is talking to who
2: in here? <laughs> and um, if you can answer that, you let us know. And no, <laughs> well, I mean, well, <laughs>
0: it's not. You're not going to find an answer. That's yeah. The, that's yeah, the, that's, the, that's why that's funny. <laughs> but, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know if that was that if that was clear to everybody. But uh, no, yeah, the, it's not about finding. It. Just, just pay attention to uh, to what what happens mm. when you ask these questions. Notice if it makes you laugh, if whatever. I mean, just just notice it and see how just noticing it changes your experience. If it doesn't, notice that it doesn't.
2: Be aware of the sensations. Just, yeah. <laughs> Bring yourself back to the breath. Exactly. All right, guys. Well, uh, I think that's where we're going to wrap it up for today. Me and Lutch really hope that you enjoyed this this episode. And please, please look forward to the next one. We're going to try to crank it out as soon as possible. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode again. And just um, about the Sam Harris clip earlier, the guided meditation, not only is that not the only source that Lutch and I used, but there's obviously so many other things that you can look at and that was just even a snippet of one specific Sam Harris guided meditation. yeah,
0: even though the one we used that wasn't the entire thing right.
2: Um, so th- it's, it's, there's a much grander picture and a lot more to look at and to listen to and to you know give a try.
0: And we gave uh, yeah, we gave you guys all the ways to contact us. Twitter would definitely be the best way to do that. Um, I know we covered a lot of ground here, um, and I, ideally, if you guys could get back to us and uh, maybe ask some questions that you that we brought up, maybe talk about some things that maybe we glossed over, um, anything. If you guys uh, have something to add, um, we, uh, we would like to be able to have enough. Uh, feedback to do a follow-up episode. Yeah, that'd this, be great. And that'd maybe kind of circle in on some of the things that we touched on, but we, because of the time constraint, couldn't get too, uh, too far in depth about.
2: Right, or if we um, spent a time on a tangent or at some or, point. <laughs> or which yeah, which would have been
0: yeah. to do. So um, and that would be yeah something we could we could tr- at least try to get uh, out within the next couple weeks. Yeah. Um, and that wouldn't interfere. From our uh, our third coming out, our no. third episode coming out on time. So, uh, yeah, definitely get back to us. Um, I hope that we'll be talking in a few weeks. But if not, we will see you next month. Don't forget to think about your consciousness and figure out what it's all about.
2: All right, guys.